Why do you think God created different ethnic groups? How do you think these ethnic groups reflect his image? Hey there, I'm Andrew, and you're listening to Unlocked, your daily key to unlocking God's word in your life. It's difficult to open a news app right now and not see some story about racism. It's a very real issue and one that causes division and anger and violence. Against that backdrop of what we've been seeing, especially here over the last year, how should we as Christians be thinking about racial division? Our author today, Taylor Ising, wants to answer that question from God's Word using a passage from Revelation chapter 7 about every nation, tribe, people, and language. Our devotion today is called Unified Diversity. Racism is alive and well in our world, in our hearts, and in the church. Let me be clear, racism at any and every level is sin. It's an evil lie Satan has been spreading for millennia to turn image bearers of God against each other, disrupting the perfect unity God designed for us to live in. This lie has resulted in hatred, pain, injustice, and death. But this was not part of God's perfect plan for his people. Did you notice a theme in today's Bible passages from Genesis, Exodus, Acts, and Revelation? God tells Abram, the father of Israel, that he would use him to bless all the people groups on earth, not just some of them. Decades later, when God calls his people out of Exodus, a mixed crowd of Israelites and Egyptians respond to the call in Exodus chapter 12. The nation of Israel, which was called to be a picture of God's goodness and plan of redemption, was made up of people from many different ethnicities and cultures. In fact, the Promised Land itself was located at one of the most well-traveled crossroads of the time. God deliberately placed his people where they could come into contact with people of all nations and tribes and countries so they could share his good news with them. We see this multi-ethnic plan brought forward even more in Acts when the Holy Spirit tears down language barriers, undoing the language separation of the Tower of Babel so that the good news of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection could be preached to people of different nationalities. And in Revelation, we get a glimpse of what the church is supposed to look like now and what the world will look like when Jesus returns and God's plan is complete. We see the different languages, cultures, and ethnicities that will still be present. And we as Christians will all be united around praising our perfect God who created all of us in his diverse image. As people who live in this story of God's redemptive, unifying love, let us pursue unity with everything we've got. Let us stomp out every trace of inequality, prejudice, and racism. Let us celebrate the fact that God saw fit to create different, beautiful cultures and skin tones that all reflect his image. And let us look to the Middle Eastern man on the cross who died and rose again to unite us with himself and each other. So let's talk about this. Racism, like all sin, is sneaky. It can hide in our hearts and in our minds without us really noticing. Take some time to pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal your sin and rest in his forgiveness and healing. When one racial group oppresses another, it leads to generational hurt. Damage usually remains even decades after the oppression is over. 
How can we, as the church, seek to heal some generational hurts? Why do you think God created different ethnic groups? How do you think these ethnic groups reflect His image? Does it matter that there will still be different ethnicities after Jesus returns? How do you think that unified diversity will work? How can we get a glimpse of that unity now? As you and I can read in Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, After this I looked, and there was a vast multitude from every nation, tribe, people, and language, which no one could number, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. Now, I'd encourage you to read our Bible passages for today from your Bible. Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3, Exodus 12, 38, Acts 2, 1 through 12, and Revelation 7, 9 and 10, putting that verse we just read there to help keep God's word alive in your life. Unlocked is a service of Keys for Kids Ministries. Have you checked out our social media pages lately? We would love to connect with you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at UnlockDevo, and we would absolutely love to see any comments, questions, anything like that that you might have about Unlocked. Now, be sure to check back tomorrow because Emily is going to be telling us about bearing one another's burdens. But until then, I'm Andrew encouraging you to live life unlocked, opening the door to God in your life.